Hey everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the 1001 Films Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Gardner, and today we are talking the Oscar nominations, the Academy Awards. They just released their nominations for Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Picture, and all of that. And we're going to get into all of it today. We're going to talk about the snubs, we're going to talk about predicted winners, and some surprises in some categories. So let's get into it. So I don't really have a script for this. I usually write out my notes, uh, but I was kind of short on time today. So I'm just, I just got all the categories looked up on my phone. So I'm just going to run through them, read the nominations, and just kind of tell you my overall thoughts. Okay, so for Best Actor, there's Jonathan Price for Two Popes, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Leonardo DiCaprio uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, and I'm going to be honest, the only two movies of these that I have seen are Marriage Story and Joker, um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I really think that this is Joaquin Phoenix's to lose, uh, he's been getting nominated and winning everywhere else, he won at the Golden Globes, um, he's clearly the front runner here, the big surprise for me uh, was Robert De Niro did not get nominated for The Irishman. Um, I think he did, I think he did great. Uh, I think he deserved a nomination. Um, I have not seen Two Popes, but from what I've seen, or from what I've heard, uh, Jonathan Price is, no one was really talking about him. Um, he's kind of a surprise. No one was really talking about him to come in as a best lead actor. Um, so if I was going to change something, I'd probably switch him out for Robert De Niro. But again, I can't honestly say because I'm, I haven't seen two popes yet. I know it's on Netflix. I know I got to watch it. Um, but maybe I'll change my mind after, after I watch it. But as for me now, I would have liked to have seen Robert De Niro get a, a nomination for, um, for the Irishman. All right, moving on to best picture. Uh, there's 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story. Um, I like that they have nine nominations. I wish they would do ten every year. Uh, that way you can get a movie in there, um, like a Toy Story 4 or like, uh, The Avengers Endgame. Um, I would like to see more movies like that get nominated for Best Picture, um, but I have seen, of these, I have seen Joker, The Irishman, and Marriage Story, so I, I have a lot of catching up to do. Um, 1917 won at the Golden Globes, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's the typical, um, it's, a, it's an oscar Beatty movie in the sense that the Academy likes movies about Hollywood and about actors and stuff like that. Every year there's a movie like that that gets nominated. Uh, so that's not really a big surprise. Uh, Parasite is not a big surprise. Um, the Irishman's been getting a lot of love. Uh, Little Mo Women, I haven't really heard a lot about. Um, I don't, 
uh, really know what that one is about, uh, but I would like to see it just because, you know, I, to, in the interest of, of fairness and equality, I would like to see all of these movies before I decide which one I like the best, but of the ones that I have seen, I think the most deserving is uh, probably Joker. It has um, the best characters, in my opinion, it has the best performances, it has the best score, which we're going to get to here in a minute. Um, so for me, the one I'm rooting for is definitely Joker, not because Joker is uh, one of my favorite characters in all of pop culture, definitely my favorite Batman villain. I just think that this story and the um, and the performance by Joaquin Phoenix uh, just really put it over the top, and it's my it's my favorite movie this year. Um, and you can check it out, my full review on it in uh, my previous episode. I did a whole review on the Joker, so be sure to go check that out too. Uh, moving on to Best Actress, uh, there's Charlize Theron for Bombshell, Renee Zellweger for Judy, uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, and Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Uh, this is Renee Zellweger's to, lo- to Lose. I mean, she has been getting all of the buzz, she's been winning all of the awards, I don't see anyone else, uh, even coming close, um, so she's, I think she's gonna run away with it, uh, but, so, going on to Best Supporting Actor, uh, Anthony Hopkins for Two Popes, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, Al Pacino for The Irishman, and Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, um, so, I think, um, Again, just like the last, uh, the last two categories, I think Brad Pitt. I think he's going to take this one. He's been um, he's been on a roll. He's gained a lot of steam. I really like that Joe uh, Joe Pesci and Al Pacino are in there. Uh, I would like to see one of them win, especially Joe Pesci, because he's been kind of semi-retired from movies and he's really come back with with a forceful performance. Um, but very reserved, almost the complete opposite of his character in Goodfellas. It's a completely different performance, uh, but still just as powerful, just in completely different ways. And I love that they're both in there, but because they're both in there from the same movie, typically though they usually split the votes uh, between them, and that you know it hardly ever happens that one of those two... Uh, if two actors get nominated for the same movie, it hardly ever happens how one of them wins because they split the votes. So uh, look for Brad Pitt to take this one. Uh, for supporting actress, there's Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Laura Dern for Mar- Marriage Story. I was really hoping to see Jennifer Lopez get in here for Hustlers. I think it's her best performance of her career. I know, honestly, that's not really saying that much, uh, but she was excellent, and I wish that movie would have got a little bit more, um, more traction around awards time, because it's one of my favorite of the year, it's in my top ten of the year, I, uh, love that movie, and I wish, uh, she would have got in here, I think, uh, the big surprise is Kathy Bates, because Richard Jewell, that film, uh, has not been getting any kind of recognition in any awards, um, any award shows or awards organizations. Um, so I was completely surprised that she, 
uh, really got nominated. Um, and like I said, I, I wish I would have seen Jennifer Lawrence or Jennifer Lopez in there. Um, but as far as my prediction for the winner, it's got to be Laura Dern. I don't know why her performance was okay. It wasn't necessarily uh, anything. It wasn't flashy. It, there wasn't a lot of uh, range of emotion that she had to put on, pull off in this film. Uh, her character was an excellent supporting character. Um, but from what I could see, this, in my opinion, this is a pretty weak category. So she's probably going to win it running away. Um, so look for her to take home the trophy. Uh, so best animated feature, there's Klaus, Missing Link, Toy Story 4, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and I Lost My Body. Um, so my son, he loves Toy Story, he loves Toy Story 4, so that's definitely the one that I've seen the most. Um, it was very surprising not to see Frozen 2 in here. I thought for sure Frozen 2 would uh, definitely get nominated um, and might have even won. Um, it was also very surprising to see Missing Link win the Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature. Uh, so I really don't know what's going to happen in this category. Um, Pixar usually takes it. They're usually the king of this category. So it could be Toy Story 4. Uh, but who knows? Maybe uh, The Missing Link or How to Train Your Dragon um, could slip in there and take it from them. Uh, so Best Original Music Score is the next category. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker for uh, John Williams, uh, 1917 Thomas Newman, Joker, uh, Hildor Gudantir, sorry I butchered that name I'm sure, <coughs> excuse me, um, Little Women Al Alexandre Desplat, and then uh, Marriage Story Randy Newman. Uh, like I said before, the score in Joker is incredibly good, and that scene in the bathroom uh, alone uh, after he, what goes down on the subway train, he runs into the bathroom, um, that scene is the pinnacle of the movie, I think, it perfectly displays everything that movie is about, you know, it's about, um, Joaquin Phoenix's performance and the score that kind of enhances that performance, so, um, the Rise of Skywalker, that was a complete surprise to me because I did not think it was very good. It was forgettable. It was standard John Williams, you know. Uh, he's been nominated like 50 times for Oscars. He's been nominated more than any other person, I'm sure. Um, and I heard a rumor today that uh, this is his last film score. Like, he's retired after this. He's not doing any more, not just Star Wars movies, but he's, he's done. So I kind of feel like this is like a Lifetime Achievement Award, basically, that they're giving it to him, uh, which, you know, is nice, but it's kind of unfair to the younger people coming up, um, so, I don't know, I don't, I didn't think it was that great, so I was a little surprised to see it in there, but I really hope Joker takes this one, um, so the next category is Best Director, uh, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Todd Phillips for Joker, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Sam Mendes for 1917. Um, two, two of my favorite directors are in this category, Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese. Um, but there's nothing in those two movies that I really haven't seen them done in, you know, eight other movies that they've done. Um, so, 
they don't really stand out for me. Um, I haven't seen 1917 or Parasite, um, so I can't really fairly comment uh, comment on those. Uh, but Todd Phillips for Joker for the performance he gets out of Joaquin Phoenix alone. I think that's definitely um, in his favor. But you know, honestly, I could honestly see it see it going to any of these five these five people. The big uh, the big snub that people are talking about is Greta Gerwig for um, Little Women, um, and the director for Honey Boy, um, a kind of semi autobiographical story about uh, Shia LaBeouf and his dad. Um, I didn't see either of those movies, so again, I can't fairly comment comment on them. Um, but it would be nice to get a little variety because it seems like this is the you know the usual suspects of you know, of the Oscars, um, so, I don't know, um, just look, look for poss- any of the, any of these could win, um, documentary feature, I haven't seen any of those, so I'm just gonna skip that, uh, foreign language film, I think that's, uh, Parasites, you know, to, to win their, um, you know, it's gotten a- all of these other films, Les Miserables, Corpus Christi, Honeyland, and Pain and Glory, they're not nearly as, they're not being nearly as revered as the, um, as Parasite, so just look for Parasite to take this one running away for sure, sorry, I'm driving, uh, alright, let's go on to the next one, best original screenplay, there's, uh, Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Han Jin Wan for Parasite, Bong Joon Ho also for Parasite, uh, Ryan Johnson and Sam, or Ryan Johnson for Knives Out, uh, and 1917. <coughs> um, I really enjoyed the screenplay for Mare's Story. I think it was very, um, very well written, uh, very snappy, uh, witty dialogue. Uh, perfectly acted by Scarlett Johansson and, uh, Adam Driver, um, so, uh, that's, that's the only one I've really seen, so, um, that's, that's the one that I'm kind of rooting for to win, uh, adapted screenplay, there's, uh, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, Steve Zillian for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for The Joker, and Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes, um, I really want to see Joker take this, I, like I said before, I love the character, um, I love Joaquin Phoenix's performance, the screenplay is interesting, it has some, uh, some few twists, um, that really lend well to that character and to the story, it's very engaging, uh, and it really has, uh, a lot of very important social commentary in it, uh, which is due to the, the strength of the script, uh, and not just the performances, um, so I really hope that the Joker takes this one, um, all right, going on to cinematography, there's, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, 1917, The Lighthouse, and Joker, um, you know, Roger Deakins for 1917, he's probably the greatest cinematographer of all time, uh, and it's a damn shame that he only has one Oscar, um, so he deserves more, uh, I'm sure he's gonna get a Lifetime Achievement Award eventually, 
once he retires. I was very um, pleased to see The Lighthouse. I definitely thought that movie should have got um, some more some more love from the Academy, um, especially the performances of Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. It was an incredible film. The black and white, <coughs> also kind of Oscar baby. Um, that you know they always nominate a black and white film usually for best cinematography, but still, I thought it was a gorgeously shot. Uh, the Joker, I was a little surprised. Um, I thought that was more due to the production design, uh, that it was very, you know, they really, um, made it feel like, uh, you know, taxi driver, like that late seventies, early eighties, like gritty feel, New York city, uh, feel to, (coughs) excuse me, Gotham. So I think that was more due to the production design than it was necessarily to the cinematography, um, so, uh, those are my thoughts on that category, um, all these other categories I'm just kind of going to skip through, they're mostly just technical categories that, um, I don't really know much about, I'm not too deep into sound mixing and sound editing, um, I'm not really, uh, knowledgeable about that, so I can't really, (coughs) excuse me, been a little under the weather, um, but I'm still plugging through for you guys, you know, I want to do this for you guys, I love doing this, and nothing's going to stop me from, you know, expressing my passion for film, uh, but getting back to the, the categories, like I was saying, a lot of these technical awards, uh, I don't feel comfortable commenting on them, because I'm not a filmmaker, I'm not, um, you know, I don't know everything that goes into, um, editing and and things like that, um, so, uh, we're just gonna move on to the next category, which is best visual effects, um, which is The Rise of Skywalker, Avengers Endgame, uh, 1917, The Lion King, and The Irishman, and, uh, like I said in uh, my previous episodes, <coughs> in my top 10 episode, um, actually that one hasn't come out yet, I've recorded it, but it's going to be coming out after, uh, after this episode, but, anyway, in that, uh, top 10 episode, I said that the Irishman is definitely a technical achievement, uh, just because of the de-aging technology, so I'm glad to see it get nominated here, and then, you know, there's the usual suspects, uh, you know, Star Wars and Avengers, that's no surprise, it's probably going to go to one of those two, um, if the pompous, snobby, uh, old school, uh, members of the Academy had it their way, it would probably go to 1917, um, and the Lion King, I don't know if I would consider that visual effects, because that's basically an animated movie, you know, would you nominate, uh, Frozen 2 for best visual effects, or How to Train Your Dragon for visual effects, I don't really consider that, it's just animation, so I don't know if, uh, how that necessarily qualifies for this category, uh, but definitely look for either Star Wars or Avengers to pull off this win, um, (coughs) and I think that is basically it, all of these other 
technical awards, like I said before, I'm not going to comment on. So those are just the major awards. Um, it's a very overall this year in film was very good. There's lots of very uh, excellent performances and um, a good mix of films in the best picture category. Let's just go over that one one more time. Uh, let me get to it here. Uh, best Picture 1917, a war film, uh, World War One film. Uh, you don't see a lot of World War One films, mostly World War Two films. Um, so, you know, that's pretty typical uh, Oscar nomination. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, a true story. <coughs> you know, Joker, a comic book movie, uh, kind of a comic book movie based on a comic book character, um, but not necessarily a comic book movie per se in the vein of, like, uh, Avengers or something like that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like I said before, a movie about Hollywood, they always nominate one of those. Uh, Parasite, I like that Parasite's in there because they don't usually nominate foreign language films for Best Picture. Uh, that's something that they... Uh, I'd like to go back and see when they switch to <coughs> a possible 10 nominations, uh, how often that has happened, but I feel like uh, that does happen and can happen more often now that they've expanded it from five, uh, from five films, um, that movies like that get in and get recognized, and I think that's really cool. Um, it gives the best picture category a little bit of variety. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and then there's The Irishman, you know, gangster film by Martin Scorsese. You know that, you know, that's always going to get nominated. Uh, Little Women, a period piece, they always nominate one of those. Um, Jojo Rabbit, uh, it's a, it's a comedy, so it's essentially a comedy, so I like that they nominated it because they don't, for some reason the Academy kind of looks down on films that aren't, uh, dramas or, um, serious, you know, like, think pieces or character studies, they don't, uh, generally recognize, uh, genre films, horror films, sci-fi films, comedies, you know, they don't, you know, comic book films, they don't, there's some type of, uh, snootery or snobbishness, um, associated with the Academy a lot, so I like that Jojo Rabbit gets nominated, and, you know, it's been getting a lot of love, and, you know, on the awards circuit, and then, uh, Marriage Story, um, I like that that one was nominated, uh, I love that film, it's one of my top ten of the year, um, it was very relatable, um, not that, you know, I've, uh, gotten divorced, but, you know, I'm married and I have a son, and I can relate to that fact that, you know, um, my wife and I don't get along all the time, you know, we argue sometimes, and that's, I think that's normal, um, in a marriage, so I could relate to those, uh, aspects of, um, their characters, you know, that they, that they both have flaws, um, but they're not bad people, you know, my wife and I, we both have flaws, and, you know, we irritate each other, um, from time to time, but, we're, uh, you know, but we're not bad people, we're good people, and, you know, these, you know, Adam Driver's character and Scarlett Johansson's character in this film, they're not bad people, um, they might just not be a right fit for each other, so I'm glad this one got nominated, you know, an acting heavy, 
dialogue heavy film. Um, so those are the nominees for best picture. So I think the Oscars uh, are decided on February 9th, uh, 2020. They will <coughs> announce the winners. Uh, that's a Sunday on ABC. I'll definitely be watching it and I'll definitely do a recap of the ceremony in general and uh, my thoughts on all the winners. <coughs> so definitely look out for that here in about a month or so. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I know this has been a little bit of a longer episode, uh, but I like doing these longer episodes. It gives me a little bit more time to kind of stretch out and, uh, you know, kind of talk out my thoughts. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, always look back here for new episodes every Monday and, um, mostly every Wednesday. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Check me out on Twitter, um, SMG Reviews, or on my blog at 1001filmblog.wordpress.com. Thanks, thanks guys again so much for listening, and I will catch you next time.